0: Hey there, you're listening to the Rock Your Wedding Biz Podcast, episode number 43, How to Rock Your Instagram Stories. Before we get to today's episode, I want to let you know that my course for wedding planners, Wedding Management 101, is now open for enrollment. Wedding planners, if you want to learn how to up-level your day of coordination packages and serve your clients well, be the expert and make more money, honey, check out www.renedalo.com forward slash WM101 for more info. If you're listening to this episode in real time, enrollment will be open for one more week. I don't want you to miss out. So I hope to see you in class. Now, on today's episode, we are diving into Instagram stories, what they are, how to use them, what to post, and how to best leverage stories for you and your business. So get ready, rock stars, and let's go.
1: Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you, wedding rock star, work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rock Your Wedding Biz. This is Mindy Marzek and I'm here as always with Renee Dallow. Hi Renee!
0: Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We're
2: always trying to switch it up with our intros. Yeah. So today we have a topic that we hope you guys like. I'm a big fan of Instagram stories, so... I'm excited to talk about it for, for I cannot believe
0: that we have done 43 episodes now and we haven't talked about Instagram stories specifically yet. Like, I'm a little shocked at us.
2: Yeah, because it's such a big platform right now. And we've definitely done, we did episode 21 and 22 was all about regular Instagram but we haven't really talked about Instagram stories too much. So we're going to do a whole episode about how to rock Instagram stories for your business. Yes. And this is just kind of like Instagram stories, one we're going to talk about what it is. Cause I still have people like my mom is just like, I wish I could follow <laughs> along with you when you're at Disneyland. And I'm like, I post on my Instagram stories all day. And she's like, I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> There's definitely still people out there who don't really understand what it is. So we're going to talk about the very the very basics. And then maybe in a future episode, we'll break down some like advanced user techniques.
0: <laughs> well, let's see what the people want.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you guys let us know what you want to hear about. So if you're already using Instagram stories and already feel pretty confident about it, please keep listening because you never know. Something that we think that is obvious and easy for beginners might be something that other people don't really know about. So uh, I hope that everyone can take away something from this episode.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure you'll teach me something in this episode.
2: <laughs> and you'll probably teach me something in this episode. I have so- no
0: idea, but let's let's figure it out together.
2: <laughs> well, let me ask you, Renee, before we get into our, you know, little list of uh talking about what Instagram stories actually is mm-hmm. how do you use Instagram stories I know you use it pretty frequently
0: yeah I feel like I'm pretty I'm pretty good on the stories I I do a mix of like talking to camera um posting photos from events with like text over them um I do like to add in a a gif or gif or whatever i supposed to call them I like to call them gifs but I know that's probably not right I say gif yeah, I don't. I like. I just like them. I like that they're available. Um, yes. I will say the, some of the like. I don't. I'm not really about like the puppy face so much filter. Puppy I tend to filters, use like yeah. yeah the face filter that makes me look like I have makeup on is the one that I prefer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I kind of do a mix. I guess I use. I don't know. I'd probably say like percentage wise, I probably use the stories to probably like sixty percent of their capability. That's what I would say. That would be myself okay. grading myself. Yeah,
2: I think that's probably fair. And I don't think it's about like using everything that's available. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll talk about how really you have to kind of pay attention to what your followers like and do more of that. But first, let's just say, what is Instagram stories? Because a few of you may be like, I use Instagram, but I don't know anything about what stories are.
0: Let's talk about it.
2: So stories is basically Instagram's version of Snapchat. Mm hmm. Instagram stories launched at the time we're recording this, it launched about two and a half years ago or so at this point. God, has it been that
0: long? It's been a while.
2: Yeah. I was looking back at my old blog posts that I first wrote when it first was introduced. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's been a while. So Snapchat has been around for several years and Instagram, you know, which is owned by Facebook. They actually tried to buy, they made an offer to buy Snapchat and Snapchat turned down the offer So Instagram was kind of like, okay, fine, we'll develop our own version of this. (laughs) And they did it. They launched it on Instagram first, and then they added it to Facebook. So Facebook has stories as well. Mm -hmm. But it's basically photos and videos uh, that is, it's what's called ephemeral content. And it's content that lasts temporarily. Mm -hmm. So with the case of Instagram stories, your content that you post to your stories lasts only 24 hours. So, if you do a story at eight a m. one day by eight oh one am the next day, it'll be gone
0: unless you save it to your highlights, right?
2: Unless you save it to your highlights. but the 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 basic concept of Instagram stories is that it's supposed to just be temporary. Yeah, it's supposed to be quick, fun content that people can take in. And it kind of it's kind of brilliant because people have to tune in every day. To see this content, it's not like they can just go to your Instagram feed and see what you've posted in the last week. People have to, you know, it keeps people coming back several times a day to see what you're up to.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are some people I follow who like document their entire day every day.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, And, you know, there's different ways to use Instagram stories and we'll talk about that a little later. But um, basically, if you are in your Instagram app and you're looking at your main page, and you swipe right, the app will turn into a camera. So you can take a still photo or you can take a 15 second video or you can turn the camera around and take a selfie or take a video of yourself talking. And then once that is captured, you can do fun things like you can add text over your photo or video. You can add stickers. You can add gifts like Renee said. You can use hashtags. You can Uh, tag other users. So if I'm hanging out with Renee and we're having brunch and I do a little story video, I can tag her in my content. And then once she's tagged, she can share it on her profile. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot you can do with it. It's a very robust program. And I, I almost tell people it's almost like this separate social media platform within a platform.
0: (laughs) It really is. It's
2: like two different things. It's both Instagram, but it's like two completely different things compared to your Instagram, your regular Instagram feed.
0: And Mindy, can't you also um, do like a location geotag on a story?
2: Oh yeah. So like when I go to Disneyland, I can pull up a location tag and I can select Disneyland. And then what's really cool is that people can search for Disneyland and watch all of the stories that have that geotag on it
0: that's what my favorite thing is.
2: It's really cool. It's a cool discovery feature. Same with hashtags. So if everyone uses the same hashtag, uh, people can search that hashtag and see all the stories that are using that hashtag. So it's very, it's a cool discovery tool, but I I think that it's just mostly just fun. I mean, it's low key, low pressure Mm -hmm. content You know, I can do a story with no makeup on, or like Renee said, you can use the filters to make yourself a puppy dog or to add some eyeliner. No shame in that game. Um,
0: No, literally no shame in that game because I do it like every day.
2: Exactly. But and so do many many people do. And you know, with my regular feed, it's such like you know I analyze over the photos I take. They have to be. They have to look really good. I have to make sure that I'm looking if I, it's a picture of me, I look really, really put together. Uh, I have to make sure my filters are just right. But with my stories, if I just want to say something to my followers, I can just pop it up. I don't care that I don't have makeup on. They don't care that I don't have makeup on because it's real. We talked about in our social media trends for 2019 episode, we talked about how Instagram. You know, people who are on Instagram and all social media are kind of craving this more relatable content instead of this overly made up, overly filtered, overly stylized content that we've been doing on Instagram for the last couple of years. This is like the rebuttal to that.
0: It's, I really love it. I love, especially if I'm following someone who's like a big name, like Marie Forleo or Amy Porterfield. Like I'd love when Amy, Amy walks her dog and, and does Instagram stories where she just talks to the camera. And it's like my favorite thing. Cause I feel like, oh, we're friends. Like I see you in your life.
2: Yes. And that's such an important connection for social media. People want to feel like they're, they're on the same level as these people who they kind of idolize. It's true. Yeah. And so, you know, people might be thinking like, well, I'm a small account. No one idolizes me. I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter what what industry you're in. If you have people who are following you on Instagram, you have fans.
0: Yep. Everyone's got fans.
2: They want to see what you're up to. So, you know, if you're comfortable with it you know, show them what you do every day. Say hi to them while you're walking the the dog. Um, Talk about something funny that happened while you were at the grocery store. You know, know, that's what stories are for. It's for making those kind of like next layer connections with your followers.
0: So how should a business use Instagram, do you think? Because I have a business account on Instagram.
2: Yeah, and so do I. My account is set up as a business account. And the reason is that I use Instagram for business. And if you are all listening to this, you also probably use Instagram for business. And maybe you have a personal account, and that's different. We're, but we're strictly talking about your business accounts. And it's not just like business as in the literal sense, I have a business account on Instagram. I mean, if you're using Instagram for your business, yes, th- this is how you should... You should use your stories. So remember, you know, my underlying principle for all social media is that when you have a business account and you're trying to market your business on social media, your account is no longer for you. Your account is for your followers. So everything that you post should be for your followers. It should serve them in some way. It should teach them something, it should make them happy, you know, whatever whatever that is for your business and for your followers. So it doesn't mean you can't post things that you don't like as well, but you always have to think to yourself before you post something, is this going to serve my followers in some way?
0: Yeah. Like, will this be of value to people who follow me?
2: Exactly. And, and so, sometimes
0: that value is just that it's funny or oh, lighthearted. Oh, yeah. You oh, know?
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want anyone to overthink this, but there's definitely, there might be things that, you know, like I'm going to use this example and I don't, you know, this is, might sound a little harsh. But let's say you just had a baby Mm -hmm. and your life is now all about this baby. Like everything is about the baby as it should be. Like that's totally normal. But do the people who follow you for your business want to see 24 hours of constant baby photos, baby videos? Like you might think it's amazing and it is, (laughs) it is amazing. But do your followers really want to see that high level of business photos or of baby photos, or do they want some business content also? Um, so that's an easy example.
0: Yeah. It's interesting that as soon as you started talking about the baby, my mind immediately went to an account I follow, which is um, Amy and Jordan Demos. Demos, Sorry. I think it's Demos. They are photographers out of Arizona. I don't know. Do you follow them, men?
2: I don't, I don't think ha- I follow them, but I've heard of them
0: yeah they're a husband and wife team they're they're so lovely they're a lovely couple and their business is the two of them and they had a baby about a year ago and they post photos a lot of the baby in the feed and in the stories but in the stories what they do is they they post photos of their baby who's adorable and like a little butterball and I love him I don't even remember his name but I love him but Mm -hmm. they talk about how best to photograph your baby there you go using their adorable baby as an example and sometimes they post like funny photos of like jordan being a dad or a bath time but Mm -hmm. sometimes they're talking about like hey we know it's hard to get a good photo of your kid you know we're professional photographers here's what works for us and they're using it as an education tool but also lighthearted fun and so for them i'm like yes that's completely on brand they're a husband and wife team that's great but for someone else's brand maybe that wouldn't work so much you know you have to kind of decide like you said what would best serve your audience and what they want to see from you? Also, Amy and Jordan are kind of like celebrities. So people, I think, want to see more of their lives than maybe most. But, um, yeah, it's interesting that you use the baby example because I feel like that's something most people will um you know come across in their business, how to include their children or maybe not to include their children for privacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: And, you know, I use the baby example, but it goes for any type of life change. Like, let's say you just bought Mm -hmm. a house and you're really excited about it and you want to show off your decorating. You know, if you have a business where you do floral arrangements and all of a sudden your feed turns into house decor, that might work for your audience and it might not work for your audience. So you kind of have to just play around with stuff, see, see what happens. But, you know, everything, again, everything should just come from a business mindset. Now, if you have a personal Instagram and you want to share the baby and the pet and the house, like whatever, that's up to you. Yeah. But just everything needs to come from a business standpoint. Now I have a friend, my friend Katie is a photographer. Uh, She has great style and she's always, you know, I feel like for photographers, it's easy because their style comes (laughs) across so well. Right. No matter what they do, like whatever they wear, whatever they photograph, like they have this sense of style. So when when Katie and her husband bought their house and started decorating it and she would share a little bit on her stories and she would even ask her followers, like, do you want to see more of this? It was always like, yes, because her followers not only love her photography, but they love her style.
0: Yeah. Doesn't Katie also make her own clothes? She
2: does. Yes. I
0: I remember her posting about that and being like, yeah, I want to know more about that.
2: Yeah, our friend Katie Pritchard is a photographer here in uh, Los Angeles, Orange County area, and uh, she is uh,
0: multi-talented for sure.
2: (laughs) But it it works for her that she talks about all those
0: different things, yeah.
2: Yeah, and the other thing that I really like about the way that Katie handles it is she very often will ask her followers, you know, what do you want to see on my stories, and let people vote. There's a way that you, with your stories, you can post a question button or you can vote a poll. You can put a poll um, so people can vote between two options or they can fill out a question form with an answer. It's easy for you to ask your followers what they like and what they don't like.
0: Mm -hmm. I love those polls, but I will say this, and maybe this is something you can tell me if people are doing incorrectly or maybe I'm doing something incorrectly, but sometimes people will put a poll up in an Instagram story. And depending on where they put the poll on the frame sometimes i can't vote because it just it advances the photos oh
2: yeah so first i'll just say that sometimes it's glitchy
0: yeah that's true
2: uh, it's not a perfect platform um i've come across ones where i've it's been so small that if i if i try to tap one answer it votes for the other
0: because oh, i yeah. just
2: i'm not it's just not <laughs> registering because they 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 move the poll stickers so small that you can't. It's hard to choose between each one. So whenever I do Mm -hmm. the poll sticker, I try to make it really, really big.
0: (laughs) I make it big and I put it in the middle of the page. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's my own little. I'm like so frustrated. I want to vote on your poll, but yeah, I know. Yeah, put it in the middle, you guys,
2: and make it big. Yeah, if you do the poll section
0: (laughs) Um. for the old grandmas, make it big. (laughs)
2: But yes, so, um, you know, that brings up a good point of kind of like how exactly Instagram stories work. So uh, what you can do is if you go into your Instagram feed, um, you might notice that there's little circles at the top with profile pictures in them. And you tap on those to watch someone's story. Or you can go to their profile. And if you click on their, if you tap on their um, profile picture, if they have any stories in the last 24 hours, they will show up. So while you're watching, let's say you're watching someone's Instagram story and they're talking about their, their new dog again and you just don't care, you can tap on the right side of the photo and it will advance to the next story. And then if you swipe left, it will move on to the next person in your stories feed. So, but the best thing for people to do is just, you know, watch it for themselves. It's pretty intuitive. You'll pick it up pretty quickly, but you don't have yeah. to sit and watch someone's story. If you really don't want to, you can swipe off of it. <laughs> yes. um, and also, by the way, if you have a business account, you can look at your story's analytics and you can tell exactly how many people swiped away from your story. And that might give you a good idea if, if you're serving your audience, the proper content. <laughs>
0: But don't let it make you feel bad if people yes. swipe off because it just don't let it in that way. Don't feel bad about it. Listen, I know some people get like very upset.
2: No, I will tell you guys that every time I do a story, I get dozens of swipe aways. Like it's just the nature of the platform. So everyone yeah, it doesn't has, have anything to do. Yeah. Everyone has swipe aways but so that's how it works. Um, and it's, you know, people love to watch them. People love to do them. Um, it's really, really fun. Um, and it's, you know, the best thing you can do if you want to start off with Instagram stories is just kind of share some real, like in the moment snapshots of your day. Like, what are you doing? What are you cooking for breakfast? What, uh, what are you working on? Some of my favorite stories are when people who work in a different industry from me, just talk about, how they do their job or they show how Mm -hmm. they do their job. Like I watched a photographer uh, just go through her equipment. She was packing up her bag for a wedding and she's just like, I just thought I'd show you guys how I, how I pack up. And I just watched the whole thing. I'm, I will never be a photographer. I will never photograph a wedding, but I sat there for several minutes and watched her story. And I'm just like, this is fascinating.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, any baker who on their Insta story to like bakes a, like frosts a cake or decorates a cake or even bakes a cake. I'm in mm-hmm. like I will watch someone cook all day long. Oh, and florists, like if a florist yep. wants to like even do like a like um what's it called when it looks really fast, like a hype, hyper speed? Yeah. If they do one of those for a floral arrangement, I'm like mesmerized, like I can't look away.
2: Yeah, it's, um, it's really fun. So just like, if you're trying to get started, just think of something about your industry that you can share. And even if you think it's mundane and boring, I promise you, it's not a lot it's of not. your followers <laughs> are going to love it. And just remember that it's okay for your stories to not be as polished as your regular feed. Like you can do absolutely a story where your hair isn't perfectly in place, like your followers mm-hmm. really don't care.
0: No, they don't care. And in fact, I actually think that that's kind of endearing, you know, because I feel like so much of the wedding industry, especially on Instagram is like, everyone bringing their a game all the time. And it's like, you know what, sometimes there's no a game. A few days ago, I was so sick that I canceled all of my appointments for the day because I couldn't leave the house. And I went on Insta stories and talked about it in my sweatshirt with my gross hair and like, pukey face. I was like, here, here's what it is. Sorry, I missed you guys today. But I, I wanted to let people know that like, I didn't just bail on them. Like, I'm not feeling well. And it's probably not the best way to use an Insta story, but it, uh, it was effective. And, you know, it showed people that I was still caring about them. But it was also just like, this is what's real today. And I think that's perfectly acceptable and not only acceptable, but like, let's do more of that. Let's show the real, real.
2: Yes, the real stuff. Um, I follow a lot of beauty bloggers because I've met them at various blogging events and also because I'm kind of fascinated with beauty bloggers and people who can do makeup really well. And I love when they do their Instagram stories and they have no makeup on. Um, like they're just real people sitting in their real living room talking about their real lives. And it, they look com- not completely different from their regular feed. But like it's just like, oh, they look like me. Like I, we have yeah. the same like bags under our, our eyes and you know. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so
0: do you remember back in the day of Periscope when Hillary Rushford used to put on her makeup on Periscope, like while she was getting ready to go out?
2: I, I don't think I ever watched that, but I I'm Oh my not, god. I
0: I'm watched so many of them. And I don't to this day I'm like, what what was so compelling? But somehow it is. Somehow you want to watch.
2: I mean, I've done that on Instagram lives or Instagram stories. I've watched people put their makeup on. I always learn something yeah. new. Yeah. <laughs> i can always use help with my makeup so same here yeah um instagram stories honestly for me has been um a blessing and a curse because it's given me the ability to connect with my followers on a much more personal deeper level and at the same time I spend most of my day watching other people's Instagram stories being like wow (laughs) these people are fascinating (laughs) like where did the day go okay yeah
0: but you you do a lot of your own Instagram stories you're in the game you're in the game
2: I'm in the game but I spend a lot of time watching other people's games
0: so I mean listen your your Instagram stories (laughs) I know but your Instagram stories made your cat famous Vila's famous
2: that's true everyone loves Vila because of my stories she's the best she is the best thank you Uh, (laughs) but yes so again you just kind of have to find like what works for you uh people love my cat so I share videos and photos of my cat when I can um they also love when I go to Disneyland obviously Disney is my niche so when I'm actually in Disney I try to do a lot of stories and I sometimes I'll ask people what do you guys want to see and we'll make it a game. Like they'll tell me to go look for something and then I'll go try to find it. So there's different, there's different things that you can do. And, you know, it's not just gonna, you're not gonna have like the most brilliant idea for the first time you're trying it. So just give it, a, if you haven't tried it yet, just start by sharing. You don't have to be on camera, but start no. by sharing something about, something behind the scenes of your business or a tutorial. Um, the other thing mm-hmm. I just wanna comment on is that two things about, instagram stories when you're working an event so if you're a wedding planner or photographer and you're actually at a wedding or an event ask your couples or ask your client first if they are okay with you putting their event on instagram stories they might not want you to
0: yep especially the first look
2: Yeah, I mean, like anything, they could have a reason that, you know, they might not want the kids to be on camera. They might not. I mean, there there could be many reasons. So always ask permission. And then the second thing is, is that make sure you're not uh, letting your use of Instagram stories impede your actual job duties.
0: Yep. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better myself, man. Because sometimes
2: I'll be watching uh, someone's Instagram stories and they're working an event and I'm like, "Are you? do you actually have time to work this event? Because you're on stories so much. <laughs> it's making me wonder.
0: Yeah, I'll see like a wedding planner like dancing on the dance floor and I'm like, How'd you uh, find time to do that? Yeah. How'd that happened. You're like, I never <laughs> although, have time. <laughs> although I will say last weekend, my bride at the very last dance walked over to my assistant and I and said, I don't want to curse, but she said a curse. She was like, you... Mm -hmm. get on the dance floor. I'm not ending this (laughs) wedding without you. And it was the B word, but it was meant in good. It was meant in in obviously good, good nature. And so she dragged us to the dance floor and then our DJ put it on stories. And I was like, you got to take that down. It looks like I've been dancing all night, but it was fine. That's
2: not at all what I
0: mean. You know what I mean? But it was gone in 24 hours. So that's the beauty of Instagram story.
2: (laughs) But yeah, just be careful that you do everything with your client's blessing and, you know, Instagram stories is just something fun for the for the side. Now, what you can do is you can take your own photos and videos on your phone and then you can upload them to stories the next day or share them yes. at, at a different time. So that way you're not busy with your stories in the middle of any an event that you're supposed to be working at.
0: I do that a lot. I also do that a lot at networking events because I wanna be there to talk to people and actually network. And so I feel like if all I'm doing is taking photos and posting them, then my face is in my phone all night. So a lot of times you'll see like the morning after I'll post like about last night and a few photos of something that happened. Also because I don't, you know, a lot of times I'm geotagging and I'm showing off the venue and I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, why didn't I get invited to that thing? You know, it's like a weird FOMO, right? So I like to do them the the next day for sure. Another thing I'll say to all my wedding planners out there, um, one of the most popular Instagram stories sequences that I always do, and you'll probably see me do it a lot if you follow me, is if I'm invited to a tasting, I will Instagram story the entire tasting. Yeah. And that's for two reasons or th- or three reasons. One, because my client my clients generally like it to go back and look at the photos. I'm taking photos anyway for their own use, so I may as well share them. The catering teams love them because they never have enough content. Mm. So they always get reshared and then no matter who follows me, people constantly comment, "Oh, that looks delicious. Oh, that looks great. Was that good? Who's this caterer?" Like I get more DMs about my catering stories than anything else so if you're a wedding planner and you're listening and you're like i have no idea where to start the next time you're at a a tasting get that (laughs) get that phone out get it out all you have to write is what it was what the dish was and delicious
2: yeah and everybody loves easy everyone loves pretty food yep so you can't go wrong there the last thing we just want to touch on really quickly is uh your analytics for your stories I mean, I could probably do a whole 30 minutes just talking about analytics, but I'm going to just go we over We probably should. We probably should, but I'm just going to go over the basics. So, if you go back and watch your story, and again, you you do have to have a business account for this. So, if you go back and watch your own story, if you swipe up, it'll take you to your analytics. And what you can see on your analytics is how many people viewed your story. You can see if anyone tapped on any of the geotagging stickers or the hashtags that you put down. Um, if you have more than 10,000 followers, you can add swipe up links to your stories, uh, which is really good for marketing. If you have a blog post that you want to send someone to. I will say that a lot of people are really hung up on this 10,000 follower swipe up link situation. I know, as someone with more than 10,000 followers and who uses the links. Swipe up pretty regularly. It doesn't get a ton of clicks, so I don't want anyone to really put their self worth into trying to reach this
0: goal. But anyway, that's good to know. Thank you for sharing that. It
2: really doesn't make much difference. People are lazy. <laughs> uh, so you, but if you do have that that ability, you can see how many people swiped up and looked at your link. Uh, so you can see a lot of you can get a lot of really interesting feedback from your analytics. And again, you can see if people, how many people swiped away from your story, uh, Mm -hmm. how many people closed your story. And it's just really interesting to see those numbers. And it really gets a good grasp on what your followers are into. So then you can adjust your future stories based on their likes and dislikes. But yeah, so I mean, the bottom line here with Instagram stories, if you haven't tried it, my suggestion would be, if you haven't tried it yet, go ahead and watch some Instagram stories from your friends. You can watch my stories. You can watch Renee's stories. Uh, You can, you know, see who you're following, watch some of their stories, see how they're doing it. You know, I never, we obviously never encourage people to copy other people, but you can definitely be inspired by what you like from other people's Instagram stories. And then you can apply it to your own stories when you're ready to do them. The other thing I just want to say is that a lot of people are really shy about putting them on camera they don't like to be on video they don't like the sound of their voice I get it but I do promise you that your followers do love you and do want to make that connection with you so it's definitely something to try to practice and get good at because I really think that Instagram stories it's just a really good tool it's a really great tool To make those deeper connections with your followers and your potential clients. And that's what, you know, that's what this is all about is using social media for business, you know, landing clients, making sales. That's ultimately what we want to do. And if you can make a connection with someone that just makes it easier.
0: I mean, the Instagram stories really can hammer home the no like and trust factor that we always talk about when we talk about closing a sale, right? They have to know you, like you and trust you. And if you are showing your face or not even showing your face, just someone who appears in their feed on the regular, on their story feed rather, um, you're showing up, right? And that's half the battle.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Visibility. Exactly right. Nailed it.
0: Did it. Love it. All right. So put this one in the can. (laughs)
2: so that's it for our instagram stories you know basics instagram stories 101 uh if you guys want to hear more tips about instagram stories if you want us to dive a little deeper let us know give us your feedback you can comment on our instagram you can come into our facebook group rock your wedding biz podcast insiders uh let us know what you think
0: and to coordinate with this episode we are going to do a series of instagram stories on our rock your wedding biz instagram feed so check those out as examples and dm us and comment and answer the polls and answer the questions so you can see how these things work in real time
2: yeah uh, come try it out we definitely want to make sure that we are serving you guys in the best way possible. So we'd love to hear your feedback. We love your reviews on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you for those
0: reviews. So good.
2: And just let us know uh, what you want to hear in future episodes.
0: Thank you so much, Rockstars. We will see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by joy social teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners you can find renee online at moxiebredevents.com and reneedallo.com you can find mindy online at joysocial.net jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on itunes thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on rock your wedding biz